1: See you there. No corporate
3: sponsors, no rules. Do it yourself, create pop rock back to its roots. I wanna go,
0: I wanna go. To Camp Pennsylvania. You're listening to Headliners, the show featuring the best and brightest of music from all over the world. Please welcome your host, Greg Howard Jr.
3: Here to talk about their new track, Never Never, from the hypercharged rock trio, the Dionysus Effect. Please welcome Christoph Paul. Hello, sir. Hey, man. Good to be here. Thanks for having me on. So tell me about uh, Never Never. It's funny, man. People are
1: like, uh, it's interesting to get reviews of a song. And, like, the song's pretty much about you're you know hooking up with somebody but you they're not good for you and it's interesting that people are like oh this is a song about undying love i'm like no eh, not really this is <laughs> this is a song about just you're good with somebody in one way and terrible in another and it's just you can't you're so good in one way that you stick around, but, uh, it's been cool. You know, I mean, that's the fun thing about music. It's, it speaks to people in different ways. Um, you know, it's very much about, you know, desire, I guess. That can be a form of love though. I would say it's not a healthy love, but you know, um, but yeah, no, it's been cool. It's, there's been good reception so far.
3: So tell me who is your dream collaboration living or dead? Who would you kill to work with?
1: Well, i mean he just passed so i he popped in my head would be uh mark langan um you know i just he's been a big inspiration to me uh i just love his voice you know he kind of was showed that you know you could be a bass baritone and still you know rock and you know he would probably be my collaboration i guess of living i would love to work with um with uh well what's her name from from yeah yeah Yeah's, oh god oh, yeah. her first her um, first name's totally escaping me. Uh, oh, Car- Karen O. Thank you. Karen, I would love to go. work with Karen O. She's a huge influence on me, too. So, Mark Langan, who's dead, and Karen O, who's alive.
3: What is the one word that you would use to describe Never Never?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Um, I would say blues when all said and done. It's a blues song, you know, so blues. <laughs>
2: Visit com slash subscribe to get signed up.
3: Who is an artist that uh, if they jumped into this Zoom right now and said, Christoph, I need you guys to come on tour with me right this very minute. Who are you dropping everything for?
1: I mean, honestly, any mid-level band <laughs> at this point <laughs> in our career. I would, I would love that opportunity. Um, I would say Queens of the stone age. I think we, we, we could be fun opening up for them. They're obviously an influence on us. I felt never, never is very Queens of stone Age uh, energy song. That would probably be my highlight, but honestly, any band that's playing good clubs, uh, hell Eve six, <laughs> I'll play with them too. You know, I, but um, yeah, no, I mean, I I, I would say Queens of Stone Age.
3: So, if you could change one thing about the music industry, what would it be? I, I'd say um,
1: more curiosity in general. I think it's hard to break through. I think because it's like a it's a beautiful thing to have all these options and choices. But it also is like harder for newer bands to be discovered. So like Queens of Stone Age, they're doing great. They're going to be fine. But, you know, new, like for us as a new rock band, you know, it, it's it's an uphill battle. So I would like to see discoverability not just through Spotify, basically, like some kind of playlist. I mean, I think... I think a, a middle ground between what we have now and what we had like in the 90s would be a nice way, a, a nice balance between, you know, digital and, and old school.
3: What's a venue that uh, you would give anything to
1: play? Oh, a venue I'd give anything to play. You know, I would say it would have to be in New York City. Um, at this point, you know, I'm just going to think realistic. So, you know, I'm trying to think of the different clubs right now in New York City that pop in my head. And they're just like no- none that are just like, that's the one. I would just be happy with um, a good high level club in New York City, like maybe a ballroom. I can never say it, right? Almerman's Ballroom, something like that.
3: What do you think is your worst habit during the songwriting process?
1: Worst habit would be just going... Sometimes I'll go with just what feels right instead of challenging myself to go out of my comfort zone. Like I do, I very much go by feel. And I'm lucky to have Sean as a kind of co partner where he'll go, No, dude, you really like doing that. Try this. So, luckily, my habit can get pushed away from, you know, having my guitar player go, No, let's try this. Let's see how this goes.
3: Describe your music using only colors and shapes. Triangle,
1: uh, lines, (laughs) cocaine (laughs) lines, I guess you could say. Uh, Somebody, Eve Six called us uh, cocaine rock, by the way. I just mentioned that. That's how I, the Eve Eve Six thing is a whole other story. Um, But, um, you know, red, black, purple, uh, pink. You know, I would say vibrant colors and sharp shapes.
3: Is there is there a song that uh, you guys have that you feel like would be perfect for a film soundtrack?
1: I'd say a couple. That'd be hard for me to just pick one. I would say uh, we have a song, our our last single coming out called Heroin, which is <laughs> pretty much what it's about. Um, you know, that could that could play well in a in a movie. I think Never Never could could as well. I think our first single stars uh, could be a great little like love song moment. That's like very different for us. We really like captured a different energy and Daryl and Daryl uh, could be, a, could be fun, um, which was based on a book and maybe that book will turn into a movie. So that'd be kind of great to be the theme song for Daryl the movie.
3: So this uh, next question is kind of a choose your own adventure type deal. I've got uh, three of the most cliche questions that all musicians get asked in interviews, and I will let you pick the one that you would like to answer. So your choices are, who are your influences? What got you started in music? Or what is your creative process like?
1: I'll do influences. That's I think that's a fun one because it's all about we are influences. I mean, for me, it was, I was interested in thinking like of never, never, Um, you know, that's very influenced by my love of like sixties Motown uh, and my love of nineties grunge, you know, and alt rock and early two thousands. I'd say, you know, we could, I I could name off a lot of artists, but at the end of the day, it was like, I heard sixties Motown from my parents. They liked all that stuff. And that's just like, really just connected me. I love those melodies. And then, you know, as I became my own person and got older, it was uh, listening to stuff from the nineties and early 2000, the angst. So I, I think for me, it was like the angst of alt rock and the melodies of Motown. And I kind of wanted to put those two together.
3: Do you consider yourself an artist or an entertainer?
1: I'd say both. I mean, if that's a cop out, I mean, I think when I'm writing the song's I'm an artist, you know, and, and I, I write fiction. I'm an editor. I mean, I'm definitely an artist when it comes to that, you know, putting the songs together. I listen to the the, um, you know, the, the recordings we do just at practice and start song, start, you know, writing that way. But when I'm on stage, it is all about playing those songs extremely well, but even more importantly, entertaining the crowd so i think that's i think it's for me it's it's when i'm writing i'm an artist and when i'm performing i'm an entertainer
3: that's fair i'll let you have it
0: all right from the minds that brought you the smash hit podcast your life the mixtape and headliners comes your life the mixtape magazine a free monthly digital magazine that focuses on music culture and social commentary on current news and events Visit wwwyourlifethemixed to subscribe today.
3: What do you think is the biggest misconception about musicians?
1: That we have this like awesome life or something. That life is really cool and fun and, and you know it's maybe that was the case in the 80s with like Motley Crue or some shit like that but it's a lot of hard work, you know. It's it's a hard life, I would say, being in the writing industry. I can say uh, you know, with prose and fiction, it's it's easier. Definitely being a writer is easier than a musician. Um, you know, there's money involved in music. It's 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 not a bed of roses and yeah, it's nice to get adoring fans and all that, and you know, that's a nice perk, but that aside, it's it's a tough life. Like I think Most musicians truly love playing their songs or else I don't know why we would do this. (laughs) That's 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 definitely uh, I wish there would be something more uh, people understood that it's not easy to be a musician. It's not a lazy choice or something like that. It's it's a tough path.
3: Tell me about the moment in your career that you're most proud of. Well, with music, you know, I think
1: we kind of saw we had something special. It was our, I want to say our second show as a full band. And we had to like play for a, we played, we played, we were playing after a, an amazing band called um, the worst great band, by the way, if anybody listened, check them out. Uh, spelled it was one word. And there was this group of hockey players, like semi-professional hockey players. And these dudes were drunk as hell. And they were like, they were, they were like, you know, they seemed roided up and like ready to just go wild. And we were, we handled that crowd. They dug us, you know, we were able to win over these crazy hockey fans. And I was like, we got something here. We, we definitely got something here. And, you know, I would say that uh, getting a Loudwire review, that was pretty great too. Just getting some positive reviews for Daryl and our song stars, um, you know, and we, I can't say it now, but we got a, we got a nice little break for something, but I can't talk about it till August. So, (laughs) so well, so, so it goes.
3: If you could start your career over from the minute that you decided uh, that you wanted to do music, would you do anything differently?
1: I would just take the craft of it more seriously. Um, You know, I mean, I'm lucky because I have you know, the band name kind of came from Dionysus Energy and Apollo Energy. And I, you know, Sean, the guitarist, he's all Apollo Energy, does things the right way. It's, you know, he's he's tries to be perfect and I do things by feel. And if I could go back, I think I would just have I think I've would, would got things a little sooner if I just embraced the uh, the craft of being a musician, not just the feel of it. That would be it, though. I like the journey. I, I don't have many regrets with that.
3: So tell the folks listening at home and all over the world where they can get their hands on your music.
1: I mean, right now, we got most of our stuff on Spotify and YouTube, like the major channels. We're waiting until the album is done, which is coming out June 30th. Uh, We'll have it on Bandcamp, the full album. Twelve songs and and a secret song. We're going to go a little old school, so there'll be a special secret song you got to check out on the album. We're pretty excited about, but um, yeah, I mean the typical channels. You know, we're on all the streaming channels, um, and you can find us there. Yeah,
3: and where can they track
1: you down on social media? We're on Twitter. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. We're on we're on the the big three. I am going to finally get us on TikTok. I actually was on TikTok, and they. <laughs> I didn't use it. Now I got to start a new one, but we'll be on TikTok eventually because we have to be.
3: Well, thank you for uh, taking a little bit of time out of your day to talk to me about uh, the new single and the band and the music. I, r- I really appreciate you being here.
0: Awesome, man. This was great. This was a lot of fun. Thanks for listening to Headliners. We'll be back next week with an all new episode. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. For more information about the show, visit us at www.yourlifethemicstate.com. Headliners is a Spring Break 83 production in association with Rod Wharton Productions. All rights and trademarks reserved.